In this episode, I'm going to read Easter 1916 by W.B. Yeats from the collected poems of W.B. Yeats. Easter 1916 I have met them at the close of day, coming with vivid faces from counter or desk among grey 18th century houses. I have passed with a nod of the head or polite meaningless words, or have lingered a while and said polite meaningless words, and thought before I had done of a mocking tale or jib to please a companion around the fire at the club, being certain that they and I but lived where motley is worn. All changed. Changed utterly, a terrible beauty is born. The woman's days were spent in ignorant goodwill, her nights in argument until her voice grew shrill. What voice more sweet than hers when, young and beautiful, she rode to Harriers? This man had kept a school and rode our winged horse. This other, his helper and friend, was coming into his force. He might have won fame in the end, so sensitive his nature seemed, so daring and sweet his thought. This other man I had dreamed, a drunken, vainglorious lout. He had done most bitter wrong to some who are near my heart, yet I number him in the song. He, too, has resigned his part in this casual comedy. He, too, has changed in his turn, transformed utterly. A terrible beauty is born. Heart with one purpose alone, through summer and winter, seem enchanted to a stone to trouble the living stream. The horse that comes from the road, the rider, the birds that range from cloud to tumbling cloud, minute by minute they change. A shadow of cloud on the stream changes minute by minute, a horse hoof slides on the brim, and a horse plashes within it. The long-legged moorhens dive and hens to moorcocks call, minute by minute they live, the stones in the midst of all. Too long a sacrifice can make stone of the heart, but when may it suffice? That is heaven's part, our part to murmur name upon name as the mother names her child when sleep at last is come on limbs that had run wild. What is it but nightfall? No, no, not night, but death. Was it needless death, after all? For England may keep faith for all that is done and said. We know their dream, enough to know they dreamed and are dead. And what if excess of love bewildered them till they died? I write it out in verse, McDonoghue and McBride, and Connolly and Purse, now and in time to be, wherever green is worn, are changed, changed utterly. A terrible beauty is born. Thank you. Okay, on to the commentary for East 1916. I'm not going to lie, guys, this is like the fourth or fifth attempt at recording the commentary. Um, I don't know much about the Easter Uprising in Ireland in 1916. I know it was on the 24th of April in 1916. I know what happened, or it sort of crescendoed, climaxed, you might say, near a post office, and that people were hanged for it. People were grievously injured at the post office you know, between the, I think the English forces and the Irish protesters. And what, what, what gets lost in um, recording East 1916, what you don't get to see when you hear it, is how clever Yeats was in composing this poem. So as I said, the date for the Easter Uprising was the 24th of April in 1916, and this poem has four stanzas, so four stanzas, April, so four stanzas represent April. Um, the first and third stanzas 
have 16 lines representing 1916, and then the second, fourth verse have 24 lines representing the 24th faithful. So it's a really clever um, visual cue on Yeats's part. But also, what's really good about this um, poem, and it's a good story, I mean, it's a sad story. If you actually know the story behind it, it's quite a sad story because he's saying, you know, he opens a poem with, I have met them at the close of day, coming with vivid faces from counter or desk mahogany grey 18th century houses. So the people who ended up in the uprising, who ended up dead because of it, were people that the poet actually knew. There were, some of them were friends of his or acquaintances at the very least. And so he goes on you know, the first verse, say, I have passed with a nod of the head or polite meaningless words, or have lingered a while and said polite meaningless words. And you can, through this whole poem, he's basically just painting this picture of these people he knew, but it's very you know, ordinary, everyday Irish people who um, are now dead, or as he so eloquently puts it, he too has resigned his part in this casual comedy. He too has been changed in his turn, transformed utterly. And you kind of get that repetition where it's, you know, these everyday normal people. And he says, you know, some of these people are drunks, they're a vainglorious lout. But others are, you know, sensitive in nature. He's so daring and sweet, his thought. And the women, even women, you know, I don't know if any women were hanged in this, but they were definitely affected by the death of their husbands if they weren't hanged themselves. And, you know, he says, too long a sacrifice can make a stone of the heart. That is heaven's part. Our part to murmur name upon name as a mother names her child. And so he's saying that, you know, they didn't die in vain. If you, you know, you're, the role is to remember them and to remember what they fought for. Um, England may keep faith for what is done and said, we know their dream, enough to know they dreamed and are dead, and what if excessive love bewildered them till they died. I write out in verse, McDonoghue and McBride, and Connolly and Purse, now in time to be, wherever green is worn, are changed, changed utterly, a terrible beauty is born. So it's a wonderful lament of a poem, but it's so wonderfully put together, and there's this kind of subtle rhyme, and if you ever hear an Irish person read this poem, it sounds amazing. Unfortunately, I'm Australian, not Irish, so it's not quite as amazing in an Aussie accent. But thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you do enjoy this podcast, um, or just enjoy this episode, if this is the first time you found me, I would really appreciate um, any feedback. Um, you know, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook. It's just my name as the handle. Um, which is Josh Geiler on every platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or review me on iTunes. That would also be greatly appreciated. Um, thank you so much again for listening. I really appreciate it.